This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Hey folks, this is your friend Dennis Connor again, coming to you courtesy of our Specialty Produce Podcast Network and our producer Roger Harrington on the job, my our, my uh, local uh, co-star here on these events. And th- today's uh, podcast is going to cover a, kind of a wrap-up of uh, what's going on with the America's Cup in uh, Bermuda and its future and what appears to be uh, New Zealand. So we know now that uh, the events in the books, we had some heroes, that, and we've had some goats, and uh, we've had some people that made a lot of money and some people that lost a lot of money. So in, in general, the event, let's talk about the event first. It was, the event really financially was doomed from the beginning because – Anybody that's a real student of the America's Cup will know you can't just have a uh, one-year, uh, two-month event and try to recapture the investment necessary to go from zero like they did in Bermuda with uh, no real America's Cup headquarters or compound, build the whole facility, spend uh, $75 million in putting the event on, plus, 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 and ever recap uh, your investment. It just couldn't happen. It didn't happen in San Francisco, and that's what left a bad taste in all the uh, folks uh, in San Francisco mind. And there, and that's why the event went to Bermuda. It was all about money. Russell made an amazing deal with the government, uh, and uh, they're they're paying. As a matter of fact, uh, Dunkey, the premier, there was a big election last uh, last week, and he got overwhelmingly uh, kicked out of office. So the this cost him his political career. Fortunately, he has a, a group of uh, cows out working while he's sleeping. He has the largest milk-producing company in uh, Bermuda, and he's going to be just fine while he's licking his wounds. Uh, just won't have that premiere uh, in front of his name. So the uh, that's what's going on in, in uh, Bermuda. The other a few other winners were, of course, uh, Brian Dupro who uh, used the event to uh, springboard Sand Island and his development there, his five-star hotel, and uh, help, help make that work. So Dupro uh, is a wonderful – he and his wife Nancy are wonderful folks, stalwarts of Bermuda. Uh, he's the former chairman of, of ACE, learned the trade at AIG with ACE Greenberg, and a great guy, and Bermuda's lucky to have him. So he, he's going to be uh, just fine. And some of the hotels uh, were able to upgrade their facilities. The Princess uh, was uh, fully booked at the end with the J-boats there, and uh, they did uh, okay. And then the few restaurants, not many, on, on Front Street, I'm sure, were very busy. That's kind of uh, – Dennis Correa probably made the most money of all with Correa Construction building all the facilities. So that's kind of what happened in Bermuda. So now what? Well, we saw uh, some folks make a little bit of dough. Uh, we saw certainly James Spithill did just fine. He bought a nice house on the greens in San Francisco and a house right on the Great uh, uh, South Pond there in Bermuda, $18 bucks. 
and he'll be coming back to paradise in San Diego and um, move his beautiful wife and nice uh, family back to their home above the San Diego Yacht Club. He'll be driving a brand new BMW, I'm sure, that will be parked in the garage, part of the deal, and his life will go on, although the, uh, not quite with uh, the luster on the Spithill name. We've been known to associate with him because it certainly looked like uh, our friends uh, Peter Burling and uh, 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 the folks on the Team New Zealand boat really uh, sh- showed him the way. And gosh, looks like the youth is coming through again. So uh, Spithole made out uh, okay. The grinders, I heard that some of the uh, people on the B team grinders making $300,000 a year. So Russell wasn't afraid to pay the uh, uh, big salaries to the pe- people that uh, uh, mattered. So the uh, some of the p- folks involved uh, uh, did okay, and uh, now we're uh, off for their future. So what, what, what about the future? Well, with Russell, I think it's kind of the end of the Russell Coots era, honestly. I mean, we saw him do a terrific job in winning the cup, uh, beat, uh, beat uh, Dennis Conner and his boys and overwhelmingly and convincingly in uh, San Diego, took the cup to New Zealand, uh, successfully defended, uh, got hired by the Swiss to come and win the cup. He, he, did, he did that, uh, got in a fight there with them and uh, went to work for Larry, won the cup and successfully defended it. And uh, now he made a lot of money by taking this event to Bermuda. And he's, he's uh, to me, he, he, I predicted it, and I believe it will happen. Russell will return to his homeland. He'll be well-received as, as well as he should be as one of the greatest um, uh, America's Cup sailors ever. I have heard that he bought uh, four houses right across from the city, uh, old homes and manly, and uh, plowed the lots, and he's going to build a big uh, compound there. In Auckland, I've, I understand now he's the commodore of the uh, Junior Sailing Club there and investing a lot of his time and uh, energy in uh, bringing the youth of New Zealand even uh, uh, along even faster than we might have expected. And I also saw Harold Bennett, who was the race committee chairman before Ian Murray of the America's Cup and a stalwart of the Royal New Zealand Yacht Squadron. He's kind of uh, runs things a tough old coot with the uh, iron hand. And uh, I saw him welcoming Russell back to New Zealand. Russell, as long as you can uh, be Commodore of the Yacht Club and help us with this youth, you're more than welcome to be here. So, Russell, it'll take a little while for them to uh, uh, forget that he's the one that took the cup off of them, but he has a lot of fans there, and his uh, mutual respect from the sailing world and his business acumen will... will uh, stand him in good stead in uh, his new home and, and golf course in uh, New Zealand. The other person, of course, that rode Russell Coote's uh, uh, coattails to financial success is uh, Bill Butterworth, his longtime uh, uh, childhood acquaintance, golfing buddy, and uh, tactician that um, went on to take Russell's place when he left the Swiss. He he, he made out just fine financially as well. So you got two wealthy New Zealanders out of this uh, Coots era of the America's Cup. So what will happen now? 
Well, I have no real insights uh, other than my G2 with some of my friends and uh, folks down in uh, New Zealand. But here, here's uh, what I can give you. I suspected that uh, this cup was, uh, if New Zealand won, would have had an uh, interim home in uh, Dubai, in the United Arab Emirates. Because uh, my thinking was, why would the Emirates Air uh, support this to the tunes of hundreds of millions of dollars? Why are they supporting the New Zealand team when they don't even fly, have a base uh, there in uh, New Zealand? So there was a sweetheart deal made probably by Grant Dalton that uh, got one of the uh, princes to uh, – that, that. you know, they're very competitive down there in, in, in Dubai and the United Arab Emirates. They love their horse racing. Uh, they, they, they love their uh, boat uh, racing with the, the power boat racing. And so it's not surprising that they would have been involved in the cup. But I thought for sure if New Zealand won, the cup would be headed there. But it shows how wrong I can be. I'm eating a crow sandwich over that, and uh, it tastes pretty good because now the event will go to Auckland, which I love. I love the people there. There just cannot be nicer. I mean, if you like sailing, uh, you know, as uh, as I do and many of my friends do, you just can't beat uh, New Zealand. I mean, everybody's got a boat. There's Everybody lives on the harbor or near the water. Uh, the fishing, the, wa- the waters are wonderful to sail in, lots of places to go. And uh, the Cup's going to have a wonderful uh, new home there. I think it will be in the spring of 2021. So here we are in the uh, summer of uh, 2017, but it's, uh, it's wintertime in Auckland. So uh, when the uh, springtime comes, next December, our time, uh, I think they'll have the Cup three years from then. So three years and fi- four or five months from now, We'll see an America's Cup there in Auckland. And this will give them time to build all, all the infrastructure. Don't forget the the, the uh, Viaduct Village, all gone. It's all sold by the government and uh, developed. It's condominiums and office buildings. That, so the, those of you that went there for the previous Cups, that you're not going to go to that uh, America's Cup Village. There is no such thing. Instead, you have a vibrant downtown uh, uh, Auckland. So where will they go? My guess is out towards the, uh, those commercial piers that had the cranes on them as you come into the harbor on the left-hand side. They'll go out into the harbor there. It's kind of shallow anyway on both sides of that. And uh, they'll probably still have to have some commercial shipping, but they'll, they'll figure out a way to uh, co-mingle. And uh, I think you'll see a new, brand-new America's Cup village. They know what uh, it takes now to, to uh, bring the people, which is where the money is, and – for the large boats to tie up. Uh, they have plenty of space for the mega yachts, unlike uh, Bermuda, to, to uh, go. And you'll see a, a wonderful event, 2021. Well, who, who will defend this cup? Well, I, I, I doubt that there'll be any trials. It's like, like with Harold Bennett and the Royal New Zealand Yacht Squadron in charge. My guess is they'll just work with the same team that uh, you'll see Peter Burling back. He did, a, to me, a very darn good job. I didn't know huge mistakes. I don't believe that the capsize was his fault. He wasn't running the foils. I, he he did get behind at that start, and they wanted to catch up. But uh, other than that, uh, and, uh, one or two minor errors that never really affected the cup, I thought he did a great job. Glenn Ashby uh, from Australia appeared to be the brains of the outfit tactically. 
and together they made it for an amazing uh, team. So I think what you'll see is uh, Peter Burling, well, hard to uh, you know, fire him now after the, bringing the cup back. I think there'll be a uh, there's been a clamor from the media, which uh, it really don't matter because they're not paying the bills, but somehow the uh, team management's uh, do give them a bit of attention. But there's been a clamor from the know-it-alls in the media that uh, we should have a nationality rule. Well, there's never been a nationality rule, folks. Don't forget that for the first 100 years of the Cups, they, they were sailed by commercial sailors, professional sailors from Denmark and Norway. So the, the, those folks came and sailed not only on the Challengers boats, but on the American Defenders. So there's never been a nationality rule. We did have all uh, Americans on Stars and Stripes, but that was just basically my choice as picking the crew, that I love America and uh, just didn't seem, it seemed like there was plenty of talent here. I didn't feel the need to go abroad, but obviously that uh, need has been filled by having foreigners sail on all the other boats. A disproportional uh, amount of New Zealanders uh, trying to escape the island were always in, in uh, evidence. So there'll be some sort of a nationality rule, which will uh, play come into play depending on the boats. And what what about the boats? Well, again, the sailors they're not paying the bills either. They just want to get paid, and make their house payments, and send their kids to college. So they then the last thing they want to do is to have to go back to work and fly around the world with all the rich mega yacht owners to earn a living. So they'd like to see the cup just. Uh, go on, never miss a paycheck, just get their automatic uh, uh, deposits into their Swiss accounts, and uh, life will go on. But I don't think that, uh, that may, it may not happen, because I'm hearing rumors about some uh, uh, a sloop, maybe in the 60-foot range, but it could foil. We know that uh, it was light enough and well-built and designed properly, it could foil. So I'm, I'm thinking that there'll be some sort of a 60, 60, 70-foot sloop crew of, say, 14 folks that uh, with a, a nationality coming from the challenging uh, country rule, maybe 80%, because they'll have to let the a couple Australians uh, come and sail on their boat uh, uh, in New Zealand because they helped them win the cup. So there'll be some sort of a magical... Uh, 60-footer going upwind, I don't know how fast, 15, 18 knots and downwind in the 20s or uh, low 30s and with, uh, needing some crew work. This will be uh, especially good news for the new owners of North Sales. In the old days, Tom uh, Tom Wynn, uh, my good friend, he, he wouldn't like to see catamarans again. North doesn't make any money with a wing sail and one or two jibs. Certainly a far cry from the hundreds of millions of dollars they've been used to making, and, and they're going to be lobbying hard and, and pushing for a, a sloop again so that, because of the obvious sale development of a new class and a, a big main, uh, if, if they don't go for a wing, will cost, uh, I don't know, $200,000 each, and North will uh, continue to be the money-making machine they've uh, been since 1987. So the boats, let's just call it some sort of a new foiling, perhaps swing keel, sloop, 13, 14 in the crew, and 
they'll probably try to limit the costs a little bit because they want to have more money for the for the event and the crew. But they're going to, you know, the America's Cup's not a, uh, a beach class catamaran sailing off Shelter Island. If you're going to go there, you got to have some loot and uh, be willing to spend it. I've tried to do it on the cheap because that's all I could raise. But I, we would have been substantially more competitive with uh, with more money in e- each of our campaigns. So that's it uh, from a standpoint of the boats. Well, who who will come? Well, last year, uh, Russell, when he was going to have this in Bermuda, very concerned about someone showing up to race. So that's why they went out of their way to create the SoftBank Challenge. I suspect that uh, Oracle does a lot of the hardware uh, and software uh, development for SoftBank in Japan, and they probably went there with Russell and uh, Larry's connections and said, look, this will be a great event. We need you to come here, and we'll help you uh, develop and, and learn how to sail the boats. Just uh, go get a couple of good uh, folks from New Zealand, and you'll be competitive. And that's what happened. They, they gave them one of their practice boats. They helped them develop their, their race boat. And SoftBank at the end was, was pretty reasonably competitive. They, they certainly uh, were not embarrassed. So uh, the SoftBank team, they could come back, but we, we don't really uh, know what is going on with, with Larry. With Russell uh, seemingly settling down in uh, in New Zealand, and uh, he looked he looked like he had enough of the America's Cup to me. I didn't see him at many of the ceremonies. I, I think he's had it. He's made more money in, uh, from sailing than anyone in, ever has in the in, entire world, and uh, won more events. And uh, with him gone, who's Larry going to trust to uh, run his new team, Oracle? I, d- I doubt anyone. So I think Larry, who's uh, won the cup, he accomplished a lot, changed the class. A lot, most of his goals were successful. I think that you'll see uh, Larry retiring and uh, moving on to uh, other things that Larry I- enjoys. So I, I, I don't see SoftBank or Oracle coming back. Who will be back? Well, for sure, we'll see the British back because uh, Ben Ainsley, he's making a lot of money doing this. This is what he does for a living. Uh, sir Ben Ainsley, I mean, he, he would never have been a sir without his sailing ability, but but he is now, and he, he likes that attention. He likes the dealing with the uh, glory of the of the royals, and he's making a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of money. So I think that you'll see. Ben Ainsley back. Uh, Land Rover seemed to enjoy this uh, uh, sponsorship and seems to be plenty of money uh, flowing into his campaign. So let's let's say count the British for sure. What about the French? Well, I can't count Perron out. The the, uh, sponsor, he has a locked-in sponsor, the Groupama, and uh, if they want to pony up whatever – the major sponsor has to, depending on the boats, call it fifty, seventy-five million. Then he'd be back. This is what he does for a living. But I, I, I think that uh, it'll be a stretch to see the French again. You know, they're not big on team sports. They're better individual sports. And uh, catamaran racing around the world is more of their deal than a team of fifteen guys all working together 
to uh, get across the line, you don't see any uh, French teams in the TP52s or uh, racing around the world. So I'd say no French either. So who's going to be there to challenge the New Zealanders for the Cup? Well, we talked about Ben Amesley. And for sure, the challenger record will be there. The challenger record is the the owner of Prada from a yacht club in Sardinia. He has the, his wife has plenty of money. He loves the cup, and uh, they'll be there for sure. I don't know who will sail their boat, but there, there's a lot of good Italian sailors, and you see their name at the top of the leaderboard in a lot of classes. Not only the, the maxi classes, of course, where the rich Italians have their Hundred foot Perini's, but you see them in the Transpac Fifty Two. You see them in the uh, J Seventies. Italians know how to sail, and they'll be able to field a, a strong team, and they'll be well involved in what that boat will look like as the ch- uh, Challenger record. They'll get to have some input into what the new boats are, and you're going to see a strong team from Prada uh, showing up in in uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Well, who else? Well, hard to believe, but John Bertrand, the skipper of uh, Australia too, when they won the Cup uh, 30 years ago, has continued to sail, and he's continued to sail well. He's um, made a lot of money and lost a bit, and now he's back on top, made a a successful real estate developer in uh, Melbourne. He's a good self-promoter, and he's talking about fielding a team, a real team from Australia. So I think it's possible that he's a smooth-talking guy, and he, I think it's possible that he could. He certainly has experience and well-respected uh, in in, uh, in uh, Australia. So I, I think that there'll be an Australian team. Why not? They know how to sail. They love their sailing. There's plenty of loot down there. The country is doing well again. They're uh, China's biggest uh, partner in, in trade, and... Uh, Everything is going good down there. So I say Australia, Prada, the uh, English, and I'm going to go out on the limb and uh, predict that uh, uh, Mr. DeVos from Amway, Richard DeVos, will challenge for the United States of America from a yacht club near his home is uh, in uh, Michigan. And we're going to have a lot of fresh blood and a a lot of money spent uh, in in here. Not not maybe as much as Oracle, but he has the loot. He's a legitimate billionaire. His wife's busy uh, with uh, Donald Trump and babysitting the new uh, uh, innovations coming in our health care. So Betsy DeVos is our secretary of of education. So she's uh, extremely busy, and this will give uh, Rich DeVos and his team uh, uh, something else to think about besides uh, dealing with Donald Trump. So I, this is a long way from being announced. He may wait and see what boats are having, but I'm getting good on good authority, good vibes. Rich DeVos. Rich DeVos. Our U.S. challenger for the America's Cup. So uh, there's five uh, strong teams, folks. And the other thing that will happen is I think that they'll do away with the uh, the circus, uh, traveling circus that they had with the catamarans 
because you, these boats are going to be too big to fit in the, the new boats. If they do pick a, a new sloop, they'll be too big to fit in a container, and they're not going to be cutting it in half so they can ship it to the country of origin just because Ben Ainsley has a $100 million facility in, the, in Southampton. They're not going to send these boats there just to help him raise money. And that's why the uh, catamarans went around these strange places, because to get entrance, Russell promised them they could have an event in their country. So that's why they went to France and Sweden. So uh, that's that's pretty much it, folks. A a blockbuster announcement of uh, Rich DeVos. And uh, we're just going to stand by like the rest of the world and here in San Diego and hold our breath. And see what the Kiwis uh, come up with. It'll be a creative boat. You know that. There's no one more creative than they are. And they'll think outside the box. And the Prada team will go along with whatever they want. Like good little challengers of record. And we're going to see a big event in Auckland. I'm certainly uh, planning on being there. And uh, look forward to seeing you there as well. So thanks for listening to my uh, batter on the uh, America's Cup. And the next thing you're going to be hearing about is... Uh, our adventures at the Six Meter World Championships starting the 12th of September and a, a bit about the uh, rest of uh, the sailing in September. Very, very big, very, very big month with the Etchell's uh, Worlds, the Star North Americans, the Six Meter Worlds. Our friend uh, Eric Doyle can be a very, very busy guy. could be three-time winner in the uh, month of uh, September with uh, three new championships under his belt. So that's what I'm rooting for. Go, Eric. And, folks, thanks again for listening to our specialty produce podcast. I I think some folks in the uh, yachting world are really appreciating their investment and their time involved in helping the sport. Go, specialty produce. Thank you. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.